Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Great to be with you today. We are in Luke chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Luke chapter 1. We'll be in verse 26. While you're turning there, I just want to let you know, maybe you don't know this, but, you know, the early... The early um, life of Jesus, you know, even before that, you know, as we're talking about um, pre-incarnation, the work of God in Zechariah and Elizabeth's life, from, from Mary's point of view, genealogy and, you know, angels speaking from Mary's point of view happens in Luke, and then from Joseph's point of view happens in Matthew. And so we're going to see that um, that's kind of the distinction between the two gospel accounts that deal with um, the incarnation and then also the lineage of Jesus. But today, that being said, we're going to look at what the angel says to Mary today as a uh, man she is in for the surprise of her life. Let's pray and then we'll read this section. God, thank you so much that um, you do beautiful things. God, you just do beautiful things and Help us, Father, to, to be faithful so that we can see those beautiful things done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says in verse 26, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph and the house of David. Excuse me, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. He came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Now listen, you've been, you've been with us, you know, in these Advent devotionals, and you're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Um, we did read that already, didn't we? Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, talks about the eternal throne of God that's going to be built upon um, the throne of David, that there's going to be one that's selected. Like now you're actually starting to make connections because, you know, you have been considering these great Old Testament prophecies. And, and then not only that, but like I mentioned last week, um, there's been building within your own heart this sense of anticipation, right? As you've seen um, this beautiful story of God, you know, this theodrama, that's what some scholars call it, this, uh, because it is a story. It is a story. Remember, God's not just about prescriptive rules that he gives to us. Some people see God like that, you know, as, as if um, the only thing that God does is give us a list of do's and don'ts. No, we're part of a, a theodrama, a beautiful story um, that God is writing, you know, and stories include people and emotions and histories and lifestyles and reconciliations and redemptions. Like, that's what stories are all about. God is the ultimate story creator. His stories aren't just on the screen or on a two-dimensional piece of paper. His stories are built 
in real time and in real lives. And Mary was a significant part of the story, right? I mean, she's kind of minding her own business and then all of a sudden, and she's excited. She's betrothed to Joseph. She's, she you knows she's, it's, a, it's a, a, an arranged marriage. Um, there, were, there were legal documents drawn up that had um, legally bound them to each other, but they'd not gone through the marriage ceremony. They'd not had, um, they, they'd not consummated their marriage sexually. And so all of a sudden this angel comes and, you know, appears on the scene. And, you know, the angel says what to Mary, what he says so often to other people, don't be afraid, right? Don't be afraid because, you know, it's a, it's a wild thing to be in the presence of uh, one of God's holy angels. But then this promise comes, you know, this promise that was given to a girl who could have been 14 to 16 years old, um, a girl who was just seeking to be faithful um, to God and to the one that she was betrothed to. And then all of a sudden, all of this history, right? All of this history, all of these prophecies, all of this waiting, um, all of the choosing and the selecting of God, Abraham, and the nation, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jacob's sons, and the tribe of Judah, and the house of Jesse and David, all of that now is coming to this beautiful point where God has selected this young woman to be the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, that from her would come the one that humanity had been waiting for. All of this history built in, into this particular moment. You know, there's so much to consider when you think about um, the choosing and the selecting of Mary and the simplicity of her life and her desire to be faithful, to, be faithful to God. Um, out of all of the things that I think of when I'm considering Mary's life, um, it is, the word uh, beautiful comes to my mind. Just that the things that God does are beautiful. Everything that he does, right? I mean, step back and look at how much he loved this person, you know, in such a profound way that it wasn't just what he was doing through her. It was what he was doing in her. We were in a situation not long ago where um, we were uh, with this person who was struggling greatly and um, they just needed to be reminded uh, about how beautiful they are in the eyes of God. And you know, the devil's there every day trying to tear that truth away, trying to get you to compare yourself to other people and to focus on all the things that you aren't and how much you fall short and um, all the failures that you've done in your life and how you just don't measure up. And the truth is this, that in Christ, God looks over your life and he says, it is good. You know, my creation is beautiful and is pleasing to me. Just let that settle on your heart today. The beauty of God's work through your life, but the beauty of God's work in your life. Have a great day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.